revolution starting inside An instrumental part of Agora Worldwide Agora Worldwide, Agora Worldwide Counter economics, agorist strip Black market click, move a quick flip Can't regulate this, agorist strip Black market click, move a quick flip Can't regulate this, agorist The Agora Stenxis Podcast. I've got my great co-host, Doug. How you doing, Doug? What's up, man? Doing pretty good. Pretty good, brother. Sweet. Yeah, we, uh, we're putting on our tinfoil hat today. Um, agenda 2030. Uh, that's why I've got Jeremiah Harding on. But uh, before we get into it, shout out to Pre-Search, Decentralized Search Engine. Um, yeah, I mean... You know, what is there to say that we haven't already said about pre-search, uh, earned crypto, uh, keyword stake, um, and yeah. Generally get away, rad. Yeah, totally get, rad. Get away from Google and all these other uh, communist search engines. So <laughs> with that said, you're here. Or fascist, sorry, fascist search engines. With that said, um, how are you doing, Jeremiah? Oh, reasonable. I'm a... Uh getting hydrated, ready for all this stuff that might uh, dry out somebody's mouth, you know? Right. Got that right. stress. Got that uh, that that heavy stress content today. Heavy stress. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a lot of information. So I think, um, I think we'll kind of, and we kind of went over it in uh, the last in-game episode. Uh, I think it was eight. Yeah, but, um, it was the yeah, it was the the final one, I think. And uh, I was talking to Jeremiah about this before we started, and I was like, I kind of black out when we record, but I think this is what happened. <laughs> I think we did like a brief overview of it and promised a full episode about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe that's I believe that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, I mean, there's so much stuff that we go through and look at that uh that i can't recall every single um thing that yeah. we say or do but uh but yeah we definitely need to get into uh more 2030 stuff because i think if we know um more about what they want to do that we can um we can you know kind of oppose it'll be easier to oppose uh oppose that so um, or at least know what to expect. Yeah, or at least yeah, know <laughs> easier to, to plan to. our lives around it. You know, yeah, so. to prepare for sure. Yeah, so um, exactly. So yeah, Jeremiah, uh, where do you want to get started here? There's there's definitely a lot. Um, can can I over. can I offer a suggestion um, sure. for a place to get started? Um, so this is a little basic, but um, I am actually curious. Okay, so so this is a uh, basically this is done by the UN or whatever. This is a, a plan of theirs um who the fuck are the people at the un like are these are these just like just people that countries select to go represent them in the un or who are these fucking people who are putting this out there uh it's 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 close so all un member uh states need to be approved for their membership to the un and when you get a seat at the un um the like there's there's an approval process it's sort of like an emissary in, in, in a way, like 
less of a representative and more of like that's what they generally call themselves but like it's less of a representative and more of an emissary a go-between between the member state and the the general council um and so like all the and and then like the big fucking chamber of, of all these like rep like representatives slash emissaries slash etc etc blah uh that's like even a small fraction of what the un actually is which is a massive bureaucracy of a bunch of like you know moles and trolls pushing papers around in the 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 lower echelons like it's you know how in in a, in a movie when they want to describe how you know uh, bureaucratic and awful something is um how they'll fucking have like this big chamber at the top of a like a building that's like impossibly huge it's like that only real <laughs> crack of lightning in the background as they zoom in on it yep yep yeah well and, and the best part is that like and i'll be getting into some of this but like the fact that they pick and choose who gets a seat uh dictates so much of global policy because if you can just say we're not going to talk to you then <laughs> <laughs> you can get away with so much with those people. So are these like, so then the, the UN, are they, is it like a bunch of like NGOs and stuff or like what kind of like power within like, like, or do it, what kind of power to influence government does like the, the, the UN have um, if it's not an actual government organization or, or, or what, well, or is it just kind of convoluted and they're on the outside or. Well, it, it depends on what you're talking about specifically. Like, the UN is very infamous for going in and quote, trying to help. And then whoopsie doozies. We raped so many boys. Um, so like there's that. And then there's like the blue helmets and their like constant fucking battering ram list of scandals, but they'll like literally send forces into an area. They've got like, like, like carriers and shit and like, they'll do it. Um, like they have a significant amount of power uh in, in in a physical sense and then like basically what they'll do is they'll they'll approve of certain actions that are taken by member states and those member states will act on the behalf of the un as well like so it it's 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 sort of like it depends on whether or not they want to get their hands dirty in the moment and how many children they want to rape, but that's a separate subject. Yeah, the, these people are definitely sick. And um, I, I just posted uh, something on Twitter from the Express, and uh, it said the headline was um, "Starving children as young as nine forced to give you and officials oral sex to get food." <laughs> um, yep. So it's uh, yeah, it's they've they've. There's definitely, a, if you look at it, there's definitely a history of the UN. I mean, in the UN doing these kinds of things for sure. And, um, you know, the, I think the biggest problem with the UN is that, you know, they, they can send forces into an area and it's like, well, what do those people care about that country, right? Because they're not even from that area. And I, mm -hmm. it, I think it's kind of a good way to, to be more, to have more of that like tyrannical because um if you have like a local police right and the you yeah. know everybody knows everybody type of a thing it's harder to get 
it, it would probably be harder to get like the local police to enforce some bullshit on the, the local population. But if, um, especially if they knew it went against like some of their laws or whatever. Right. But, um, but throw a UN guys in there that don't even speak the language and, uh, they don't, they don't give a shit about their neighbor, uh, Joe, you know, um, you know, that, that's not somebody they, they've even drank a beer with or, or whatever at the bar, but, um, or more likely John Malik. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah, it's, it, I think it's a great way to, uh, and it, it definitely in the future, they might, they might just throw you in troops into, into anywhere that they want to, um, to enforce things that, that, that local police, uh, couldn't or, or wouldn't do so. Well, especially um, since more countries are being demanded to pull out of countries, like we're, we're going over the, the agenda 2030 goals. And one of them like that I'll be hitting on like a little bit here is their fucking gender equality plank where it's like, Oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna end gender inequality. Um, like by and everything is about women. And the only reason first world women have it extremely fucking good. Um, and, and the courts are favoring men and they get to talk about equal for equal while still not doing the most dangerous jobs and dying and getting injured less. Um, and all that stuff gets to combine with the fact that like there are almost no resources for men in general uh, in, in the U.S., etc. But like they'll they'll. So they're clearly not talking about the first world, right? When they're talking about women, 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 because that's all this is. It's all just women for gender equality. Um, Because in the first world, practically men are the ones who need it now. Um, So like the only places they could be talking about are these backwards third world places that don't do what we want yet. Like all these fucking third, like, like Middle East that they've kept consistently a third world nation by bombing the shit out of them repeatedly, like by destroying their infrastructure, by turning cities that were once thriving populations into rubble. Like those places are partially still backwards because of these world powers, but they can ignore that and act all superior and civilized by saying, hey, these places are backwards on women, so we need to um, do more in these areas. And that'll justify more and more war, uh, fucking drones in the air, um, fucking ice, like long-range missiles, fucking rods from God, like anything they want to do. And they, they also have like, they've figured out how to d- direct microwave energy from space. And they they say that they're using this for energy transport, but uh, it's a microwave ray. They could shoot that at like anything, <laughs> and they could do that with with harp too, given significant amounts of like fucking uh, energy put into that project. They could project like an insane amount of energy at anything, just bounce it off shit. But don't pay any attention to that shit. We'll just say that, you know, we're fighting for insert minority. Like Media Monarchy says, you know, pride flags on drone bombs. Yeah. 
Or you get in a situation where it's like, you know, it's like they do with a lot of, like, hey, do you want this aid? You know, well, then, you know, we're going to come in and do this or that. Hey, do you want this food? Oral sex me, you know? Um, definitely, definitely they're a, they're a method operation there, huh? Yeah, well, and, and you know, you want to talk about that. There's a great fucking song by a band, uh, Cold Cut, like a DJ duo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read this, actually, because it's short as fuck. Leave you with large debts and a contained fever. I am aid dealer, injecting charity till your veins seize up. Uh, keep profits higher and labor cheaper. Uh Leave, leave you in debt till your trade frees up. Get a fix to your GDP. Call it charity. Believe it's free. Go ahead. I control inflation and all nations with donation. Got presidents signing checks and a fleet of IMF private jets. Reconstruction packs get you hooked quicker than crack. Permanently have your grandchildren working for me. Exports all collat- and all collateral trade overseas and object to the capital I sell with a contract and a signature every day. Get a call to deliver more from the pri- primitive village to the bigger shore. Keep them poor, coming back for a little more. <laughs> you better pay up or I'll dismantle your state. Fill up the bag. I want all the cash in the safe. You've got two minutes to evacuate the place. I want your purse, your jewels, and manufacturing base. The best part is it's all legal. A fresh start. I support people in a war region or an empty field. There with a checkbook to settle my uh, a deal. My work has achieved a purpose. Dump the surplus. Complete the service as long as it's mismanaged slavery and a gift package if we are drawn. Your kids are born fed monetary aid in crystal form. Mothers homeless and fathers naked to gain interest after. Take it, supply it well the clientele economy to buy and sell. More than the average addict got governments with a fiscal habit looking for military victims selling aid to anyone who is not resisting with six-figure addiction, country locked in prison conviction. It's pretty based. It's fucking awesome. I listen to that song when I need to be angry at some like NGO or charity or something. Oh, fuck. Um, with the, uh, another thing with the women, uh, like uh, equality stuff is that like is... I think a lot of times the reason why they push it so much in the first world is because they want to basically like castrate men um, in a lot of different ways, because if they can, if they can weaken the man, um, so to oh, yeah. speak, if they can weaken men, um, then, you know, uh, the men are they the ones re- who fight the, fight the resistances and, um, and rebel. So if they can weaken them, uh you know, they're weakening the people that, that can rebel against them. So also like it, it's more, it's more complex than that too, because like, if you say men should be stopped, then it'll justify government action against men. Um, and, you know, it doesn't matter whether or not the men actually did something, you can still get the government against them for one reason or another. Um, and so like, for instance, black men are still the vast majority of prison inmates. Uh, and prison workers in general. Um, And so you can get uh, a bunch of free fucking labor that's not really free. It's off the backs of people who you have like either falsely imprisoned or created the conditions for which they would commit crimes, right? So that you can then imprison them for those. So it's it's a way to... um, 
exemption in the what is the 13th amendment yes slavery amendment it's an actual exemption is unless you've been committed to a crime or whatever yes yeah because lincoln didn't um abolish slavery he universalized it i actually have a shirt that says that too if anybody wants to go spend like 15 bucks but the point is that like um the like any anytime you hear this sort of stuff it's designed as propaganda to make it seem like men are beset like women are beset by men and that men must be controlled and uh when you do that not only do you get that disempowerment of revolution because most women aren't emma goldman a thing i'm trying to change by the way um but you also get these people forced to to do labor because an ever more brutal system ever more capable of controlling them gets to kidnap them and lock them in a work camp sorry prison we don't do work camps in america we're not nazis or anything um <laughs> yeah. uh yeah i i've got some strong views here here but yeah that that's goal five We're already on goal five uh the, the general so you get things here I'll just finish going over this. We'll we'll skip goal five when we go. Okay, down. I was gonna say, damn, did we already make it to goal five? Did I zone out? <laughs> but no, you're fine. So it's like end all forms of discrimination, you know, and end all forms of violence. Eliminate all harmful practices. Uh, recognize and value unpaid care and domestic work. By the way, that's fucking great. They're now calling women in the home domestic workers. So that they can justify giving them government checks. Well, if you get a government check as a domestic worker, you don't need a man. And the state can replace the role of the father entirely. You can just send your kid off during the day uh, so that while you're uh, at, at your work or, you know, just absorbing government checks, you can send them off to this public school. Uh, and then once once they're done with their school day, you can take them back in and, you um, and you've got enough money waiting for you at home that uh, that they're taking care of. So they don't need a father. All they need is a mother uh, who is a domestic worker getting paid by the state for her domestic work. Well, yeah, I mean, the only practical function, obviously, of a mother is somebody to take care of the child while they're not being programmed at school. So, you know, you just, you know, and <laughs> they need somewhere to go to. So, you know, let's just pay the mother to, uh, to do that one function that she's good at. Hey, and, uh, hey, you bigot. It's not mother anymore. It's birthing person or a person oh, yeah. with wounds. Yeah, the person who chest feeds. Yes. <laughs> you fucking anti-inclusion. Anyway. Um, I know, man. I'm a backwoods old-fashioned motherfucker. What can I say? Yeah. Well, I, I don't like that stuff either. It's the, the whole purpose is to dehumanize. That language is definitely dehumanizing language. And, and like, it shouldn't so but it's fine if you're just a number in a system then you can just be a domestic worker you're no you're just a worker bee. you're no longer a person with individual traits you're just a domestic worker uh doing unpaid care um and so we need to value that with the provision of public services infrastructure and social protection policies um and share a promotion of shared responsibility in the household what shared responsibility you know, uh, and the family as nationally appropriate. Nationalism is good because women ensure women's full and effective participation and equal opportunities for leadership. Um, ensure universal access to sexual and reproductive health 
and reproductive rights as agreed in accordance with the program of action at the International Conference on Population and Development and the Beijing Platform for Action and the outcome documents of their review conferences. And then 5A and B, undertake reform to give women equal rights to economic resources as well as to ownership and control over land, blah, blah. Use uh, of technology, information, and communications. Ad adopt and strengthen sound policies and enforceable legislation for the promotion of gender equality and the empowerment of all women and girls at all levels. So basically, any nation that does not adopt this program, which we already know that there are certain religions which do not allow this sort of thing to happen, will suddenly become a target for UN action. Get ready for more war. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A lot of that stuff's pretty, um, you know, be pretty extreme in some places to try to force. And of course, anything when it's like this, it's it seems like they save it till the end. Um, but that's when they start talking about enforceable legislation. You know, a lot of the other stuff is like, okay, some of it might be like nice thoughts that we could do through like, you know, um, you know, uh, private, you know, uh, charity, but you know, um, organizations or whatever. But then they always have to end it with the, uh, you know, the legislation. Then we'll come in and we'll force it. And I also want to note how they um, only are only against uh, female genital mutilation. Yes. So. Yes, because, you know, male genital mutilation doesn't happen. It's not like circumcis circumcision is more practiced globally. It's not like that's everywhere. That old thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, but let's just focus on this one so that we can go target brown countries. Those people are backwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so let's uh, start at we one, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we're just real quick before we do that. So this this was uh this was something that in 2015 uh the UN decided they were going to implement after like two years of research or whatever. They apparently had something called the Millennium Plan or the Millennium something that didn't go well. Um, so they uh so they they they're starting this and it's supposed to have started in 2015 and be fully achieved and realized by 2030. So um. So let's keep that in mind for some of these goals, because some of them seem very lofty, you know, even under the best circumstances. Well, um, and, and, and like, the, so the whole, just to set some groundwork here, which I should have done before that, but I thought, you know, that'd be a good thing to sort of get out of the way. Um, the, the whole thing that they're pushing here is something called sustainable development. And the idea of sustainable development is that it like, uh, allegedly, allegedly, it uh, meets the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. So basically, that's a really fruity way of saying that, like, essentially, um, you've got uh, the, the current generation has to think about their impact on the future generations, which sounds good on the surface until you realize that what that means is basically we have to accept a bunch of control now because otherwise we'll be too evil to the planet and people won't uh, like be able to use it in the future. But it's like, how many times have they already told us that we're past the point of no return? How, how can we be sustainable now when Al Gore was saying that like a decade ago, it was going to be irreparably bad and how many times are they going to move this goalpost uh, to being like, you know, oh, it's 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 irreparably bad. Like two years from now, we promise like 10 years from now, we promise it'll be irreparably bad at any point now. Uh, like how many times can that move forward? How can, how many times can that needle move and what will they do 
to move the needle. It's sort of like the debt ceiling, you know, like, we're so in debt, we need to raise the debt ceiling, but maybe we can't raise the debt ceiling because maybe we can't afford to raise the debt ceiling. But, oh, we just raised the debt ceiling. We're always going to raise the debt ceiling because we rely on debt. You know, it's never going to change because the system is fundamentally built on these things. How many beach houses are these people going to buy <laughs> while espousing this stuff too? Yeah. Sea levels are going to rise in 10 years and it's like, oh, but let me go and pick up another beach house while I'm at it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I'll get into that in a little bit because. Yeah. There's some environmental uh, numbers. Well, no, because like people like Bill Gates, for instance, just buying huge swaths of land. There's stuff throughout this document about like poverty right uh and like we're, we're gonna uh, get people out of poverty poverty bad poverty sucks um but they don't consider the fact that like many of the or maybe they do you know this is my conspiracy that they do and they know it's bullshit and they're continuing to do it anyway but like at the very least they don't understand it at the most they in intentionally are doing it this way to make, make themselves seem benevolent while they still do this fucking bullshit anyway uh, if you wanted to prevent poverty taking all the land so that poor people couldn't have any isn't a way to fucking do that and neither is having like company towns like like uh, fucking articles constantly telling people that oh these people are having company towns and then bloomberg fucking magazine saying that because these people are big enough they should have a seat at the un uh that can't go poorly at all that's not going to be a bad thing at all um that these you know massive companies have a seat at the un and it's not at also all bad that bloomberg the guy who literally supported racism by saying throw them up against the wall about minorities you know we need to go into these minority communities because that's where all the crime is he he said that uh, and, and this guy is, is, is like running a newspaper that says that the people who are significantly rich should have a seat at the UN, like be treated like a nation. I wonder why this guy who's more insanely wealthy than a variety of people would want insanely wealthy people to be able to have a seat at the UN. <laughs> I wonder. I fucking, it boggles the noggle. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe a little let's uh let's Maybe get into these obvious let's do it yeah let's get into these goals um goal one and poverty and all its forms everywhere yep yeah so um by 2030 eradicate extreme poverty for all people everywhere currently measured as people living on less than a buck 25 a day uh reduce at least by half the proportion of men women and children of all ages living in poverty in all its dimensions according to national definitions Ensure that all, uh, sorry, implement nationally appropriate social protection systems and measures for all, including floors. <laughs> Does that mean like a floor like in your house or like a floor uh, is like that's like the lowest amount you can make? I, I, I believe it's like that, the, the latter. <laughs> okay. I mean, like, floors, like, floors in your are important too. I mean, that's a pretty good measure of wealth, like yeah. honestly, you know, but you know, if you have floors. Man, this um, house has dirt, floors yeah. and everything. It, it, Hell yeah. It, yeah. All the chickens are outside. It's wonderful. Yeah. By uh, 2030, ensure that uh, all men, women, and sorry, men and women in particular, the poor and the vulnerable have equal rights to economic resources, as well as access to basic services, ownership and control over land, 
and other forms of property, inheritance, national, er, sorry, natural resources, appropriate new technology and financial services, including microfinance. Build the resilience of the poor and those in vulnerable situations and reduce their exposure and vulnerability to climate-related extreme events and other economic, social, and environmental shocks and disasters. And then 1A and B, ensure significant mobilization of resources from a variety of sources, including enhanced development cooperation, meaning other nations throwing money at people like the aid we were talking about in order to provide adequate and predictable means for developing countries, in particular least developed countries to implement programs and policies to end poverty in all its dimensions. And then B, create sound policy frameworks at the national, regional, and international levels based on pro-poor and gender-sensitive development strategies to support accelerated investment in poverty eradication actions. Definitely some uh, confessions of an economic hitman kind of stuff there um, (laughs) at at the end, you know. Um, Yeah, you know, some control over resources or whatever. I also want to point out the the floors part. Like if... If if I wanted to make everybody poor, I would I would implement these like minimum wage type systems. I would do, um, you know, if, if I wanted to end poverty, I would do exactly the opposite. So it's um, I like how they like sneak it in, but they make it look all like, yeah, this is how we're going to do it. And um, it's kind of like a universal basic income thing or something, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, but th- that's exactly what it is. So, okay, for those of you who are tinfoiled enough to read my articles, which most people aren't willing to do, as I complained about in my most recent article, um, the sure to reach the people who don't read them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the like for those of you who did read them, you know that my last article before. Well, sorry, not my last one, but like my last really big ass one uh, was going against things like the World Economic Forum. Uh, and the the ID2020 system and all this stuff. And I've been predicting the, like the rise of what's now being called central bank digital currencies for a long time now um, as like a way to like remove privacy entirely uh, and also um, like sort of implement a system where people are automatically injected money. Um, and generally... Uh, the vibe of that was to control sort of uh, the environmental output of certain things like, but just to be real clear, this has been going on for a long time. Um, There's like old videos on how basically your actions are going to be entirely controlled from what career you can have to like how you can go out and where you can go uh, during the day based on how much carbon you would use. Basically, uh, a lot of technocrats have decided that maybe it would be a good idea to give people like what they call carbon allotments or carbon credits, where they would be able to uh, like centrally manage and control the amount of uh, calories you're allowed to burn, essentially, uh, in exchange for your, your total cooperation in society. And your work days are shorter because people don't have to work as hard because they're allotted credits. But like you live the rest of your day in an entirely controlled environment where you're basically just allowed a certain amount of yard time um, <laughs> when, when you're not doing your government approved 
home life or your government mandated job like it's it's real fucking bad this this carbon stuff it's real fucking bad and we're going to be getting into a lot more of that particular subject uh in the the documentary we're coming out with i'll be a writer on that documentary um i already have a section done i'll be like revising the script this evening but generally like the the whole notion of uh, like these these climate initiatives with regards to that, they snuck it into this particular thing for ending poverty for a reason, because the whole point of this particular thing is, oh, we're going to try to uh, eliminate poverty by making everyone equally poor and controlling everybody so that they don't uh, do a whole lot with their with their wealth, regardless of the fact that we've gone past the point of no return like uh, 50,000 times now. Uh, it doesn't matter because what it's really about is control, you know, so they don't need to care that they're removing your freedom because that's the point. Your freedom is theirs to remove. <laughs> that's what they think. Uh, any, a, anyway, we're only at goal one. So strap in. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. And, and the thing too, is like, it, it's not only going to be, um, carbon use right i think it's going to be like you know um they'll turn off your you know they'll turn off your chip or whatever or they'll um or they won't give you pay if you post something they don't like on social media or if you don't get a certain vaccine that they want or you know and they uh, literally want this two-tiered society like everybody's crying clamoring uh we need to not coddle these people. We need to ostracize them. We need to put them in jail. We need to take away their kids. <laughs> Suck the state cock. Hey guys, quick pause here to tell you about our sponsor, Devault Cryptocurrency. Ticker symbol DVT is a low cap coin with a market cap around 900,000. So there could be room for opportunity here. Not financial advice, but we really like this project. Yeah, the Devault Core Wallet is one of the best I've ever seen. Um, very user-friendly, super easy to use with cold staking rewards, so it's like getting interest. Um, they're working on privacy with Terraform, also uh, DeFi to decentralize and replace financial institutions. So go ahead and check them out over at devault.cc and get you a Devault Core Wallet today. Also, be sure to check out the show notes to find exchanges that they are traded on. With that said, let's get back to the show. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, let's go into goal two, uh, Jeremiah. So goal two, end hunger, achieve food security and improve nutrition and promote sustainable agriculture. Um, now, just to preface, for those of you who know me, you know that I want to end poverty and get sustainable agriculture. So if I was like shallow and didn't look like deeper into what they were saying, uh, this would sound awesome, and I'd be like 100% pro-globalist, but uh, let me read this stuff to you. By 2030, end hunger and ensure access by all people, in particular the poor and people in vulnerable situations, including infants, to safe, nutrition, and sufficient food all year round. And all forms of malnutrition, including achieving by 2025 the internationally agreed, I wasn't asked, targets on stunting and wasting in children under five years of age and address the nutritional needs of adolescent girls, pregnant and lactating women and older persons. 
double the agricultural productivity and incomes of small-scale food producers, in particular women, indigenous peoples, family farmers, pastoralists, and fishers, including through secure and equal access to land, other productive resources and inputs, knowledge, financial services, markets, and opportunities for value addition and non-farm enjoyment. Ensure sustainable food production systems and implement resilient agricultural practices that increase productivity and production that help maintain ecosystem, that strengthen capacity for adaptation to climate change, extreme weather, drought, flooding, and other disasters, and that progressively improve land and soil quality. By 2020, maintain the genetic diversity of seeds, cultivated plants, and farmed and domesticated animals and their related wild species, including through soundly managed and diversified seed and plant banks at the national, regional, and international levels, and promote access to, uh, to and fair sorry, access to and fair and equitable sharing of benefits arising from the utilization of genetic resources and associated traditional knowledge as internationally agreed. Again, didn't ask me. Increase investment, including through, and this is B, A, A, B, and C, including through enhanced international cooperation in rural infrastructure, agricultural research, and extension services, technology development, and plant and livestock gene banks in order to enhance agricultural pr productive capacity in developing countries, in particular, least developed countries, correct and prevent trade restrictions and distortions in rural agricultural markets, including through the parallel elimination of all forms of agricultural export subsidies and all export measures with the equivalent effect in accordance with the mandate of the Doha Development Round. Adopt measures to ensure the proper functioning of food commodity markets and their derivatives and facilitate timely access to market information, including on food reserves, in order to help limit extreme food price volatility. So basically, they're going to control uh, how much food costs um, and they're going to make sure that you get timely access to that information um, they're going to like force basically GMOs into every corner of the planet until they're like but all of this while still somehow maintaining genetic diversity whatever that means um, right yeah, so that's definitely the gist I get from, like, the first few points on here when they say, like, you know, ensuring the safe foods, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's, hey, we got some big corporations that want to sell a lot of fertilizer and a lot of GMO seeds, you know, or, I'm sorry, herbicide <laughs> and, uh, and GMO seeds, you know. Yeah, and so, like, there's that element of it, obviously. Um, and then there's the fact that, like, all this stuff is, like, things that they're claiming they're going to do, but they're not claiming how and they're not saying yeah. who. So very, very noticeably absent from all their shit is any explanation of how, you know? Yeah. And, and also, by the way, if any of you want a dystopia uh, and, and you want to constantly read about that dystopia, feel free to do what I did and subscribe to the World Economic Forum's uh, mailing list. You'll get constant inbox updates about how the rich people are going to control your life from now on. Um, it's, it's very informative. You know, I can, I can, I can see all the intricacies in my chains. Um, and like all of this right here, you'll notice uh, the poverty and this, it refuses to acknowledge 
that the powers that should not be are currently and actively buying up a shit ton of land. Like, how can these people, how can these motherfuckers say they want, like, you know, diversity and, and poverty uh, restrictions, you know, a certain floor before a certain level of, like, economic prosperity? How can they say all that? Um, and at the same time as they're saying all that, um, like, Bill Gates is buying huge amounts of land. And so are a bunch of millionaires and there's like a huge amount of people who just own islands. Like how can they say that, that every poor person should have equal access to land and property ownership if they're eventually going to have to beg Bill Gates for a parcel? He'll employ you to work his farm. You know, you can, <laughs> you know, that's how they're going to insure people the land is you can lease it from Bill Gates. Yeah, not at all. That's sh- that's not at all sharecropping or anything. Yeah, you know, that'd yeah. be bad. Americans don't do that anymore. Um, one of the things on here that, or I mean, a lot of the stuff, especially in this this section particular, really strikes me. I mean, it's also being a farmer and whatnot, but like as just all stuff that, like, yeah, the market does all this mm-hmm. well. You know, I mean, even just talking about saving seeds and everything. I don't know what they have in the government seed bank, but I got a couple seed catalogs that are like. Um, like the seed savers exchange and a couple other ones that are like things like, yeah, this tomato comes from this one farm in Kentucky. They've been growing it for like 250, you know, there's, it's already being done on a private level. <laughs> you know, people are saving seeds. Trust me. I have a lot of seeds on hand, <laughs> you know, um, these are just all things that make sense that people would do on their own, you know, if, if need be. But of course, whenever they, you know, uh, you know, governments or these organizations want to take it upon themselves, they fuck it all up as only they can manage to do. Another, yeah. another thing, too, I want to point out is that if I wanted to starve everyone um, or create lots of shortages, I would implement price controls. So this is, again, one of those goals where it's like, yeah, it sounds nice, but if I wanted to do exactly the opposite of what they're telling me they want to do, um, then I would implement what, what they were implementing. So it's... Um, it's uh, it's, you know, kind of nefarious um, in this way. And, and either they're, like Jeremiah said, extremely ignorant or um, extremely evil. But, uh, but yeah, it's either one or the other on that. And like, yeah. go ahead. I was just say, yeah, I feel like a lot of, I'm sure there's like, you know, employees or whatever who work for the UN who probably, you know, aren't like bad people. They probably think they're doing good things, you know, but, you know, obviously, that isn't like, you know, me and the whole organization isn't, uh, isn't shitty. I'm sure there are people who really are trying to help, you know, but they're probably more lower level folks or just useful idiots in general, I suppose. Well, or they're just lackeys for like. Yeah, yeah, if anybody, exactly. If, if anybody doesn't think that there are corporate plants in the UN or that there aren't like governments who like directly put pressure through like, you know, uh, external means on certain members of the UN uh I think that person has probably just never paid attention to anything so and I'm sure that that, that's not you but like ultimately that's something that you have to consider Uh, everybody should consider is that the UN is made of a bunch of compromisable people so even if they had the best intentions um they're they're automatically corrupted and compromised by the fact that you know, if you if, if this organization really does have that kind of leverage, that kind of power, then that's 
a point to manipulate even more. Like that's that's going to be one of the places where most governments are going to try and force their agenda. That's why the UN doesn't like let Palestine do much talking now, does it? Because the member states of the UN uh, have deals with Israel. They might have some grievances to air, huh? <laughs> yeah, like maybe you know, since the '60s, our population has been dramatically being pushed into tinier and tinier places until we'll have nothing left and this has all been supported by the u.s government did you know that the u.s government has um an arrangement their their arrangement with israel is that like yeah sure we'll we'll let you hold these weapons these are our weapons but we'll let you hold these weapons and you can use these weapons whenever you want but we'll let you hold these weapons you're just warehousing you're just storing them but you can use them whenever you need them in exchange for holding our weapons i did not know that <laughs> that's how the u.s gets away with it so what they're not allowed to officially give them weapons and that's a way around it or something I think they can, but I think that if it was clear how many they were giving, people might start get a little antsy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like if the uh, appropriations are just like, you know, we're just buying these weapons for us. Don't worry that they're stored in Israel and that we let Israel use them whenever they want. <laughs> All right, we want to uh, move on to goal number three. <laughs> yeah, so ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all at all ages uh reduce the global maternal mortality ratio to less than 70 per 100,000 live births by 2030 and preventable deaths of newborns and children under five years of age with all countries aiming to reduce neonatal mortality to at least as low as 12 per 1,000 live births and under five mortality to at least as low as 25 per 1,000 live births um just going to interrupt him for a second there and say, uh, you know, it'd be a great way to do that is to ensure that only the people with the access to the best health care uh, were, were counted because you population controlled the rest. You know, it doesn't matter that a bunch of poor people died. Uh, those poor people were just fodder for our better statistics. We're not padding numbers by killing a bunch of people. No, we would never do that. The UN would never do that. Uh, you should ignore what I just said. I'm evil. Um, by 2030, end the epidemic of AIDS, tuberculosis, malaria, and neglected tropical diseases, and combat hepatitis, waterborne diseases, and other communicable diseases. By the way, just also going to say that um, Gates uh, has a bunch of videos on his site that you can look up. Uh, and one of them says that the more you reduce diseases, uh, the more population stems because they're not fucking as much to compensate for uh, lower disease levels. Um, so they, they claim that vaccines can reduce populations because of that. That's what they claim on, their, on the surface of their thing. Uh, you can believe them or not that that's their reason for wanting mandates on vaccines. Uh, I... I I would never question the almighty Gates and the World Economic Forum. These people have our best interests at heart. Um, so by 2030, reduce one-third premature mortality from non-communicable diseases through prevention and treatment and promote mental health and well-being. Ah, uh, you done fucked that, y'all. 
strengthen the prevention and treatment of substance abuse. You done fucked that, y'all, including narcotic drug abuse and the harmful use of alcohol. You know, it's fucking hilarious that they want to say this because they're packing all this stuff in as though they have that kind of power. But you know they're doing the opposite because, hey, man, you know, Big Pharma was just responsible for an opioid epidemic. Let's trust them implicitly with our medical decisions and mandate their products to be inserted into people. That's not going to go poorly. Anyway, um, <laughs> strengthen the prevention and tre- uh, uh, by have the number of global deaths and injuries from road traffic incidents. I wonder That's... how you would do that. <laughs> Maybe like by making having a car prohibitively expensive and what we're going to do a lot of cars off the road is we're going to take, um, you know, currently private industries are responsible for, you know, um, building the roads, but we're going to do a big swap and put that into government hands, you know? Yeah. And finally, and we get some way, good government management of the roads for change. Yeah. And, and by the way, by 2020 is what it says there. I don't, I don't know if that's an error, but they didn't do it. So um, anyway, or I think, um, you know, a good way to do that would be like to, and again, I guess, I guess you're right. They, they didn't do it by 2020, but um but yeah, to have a bunch of like AI self-driving cars, and um, and then yeah, I mean that would re- that would reduce deaths, right? And then if you and then if like somebody want um, didn't go, if somebody did something that they didn't like, they could just turn off their car. Um, yeah, that that company or government or, or whatnot. So, and then like ultimately, you know, on that score, uh, they could just. Um, revoke your driving privileges altogether it wouldn't even start uh because like it'd be centrally manageable especially since like self-driving means that it's like somehow like referencing constant data to some sort of central database so (laughs) um ensure universal access to sexual and reproductive health care services including for family planning, information, and education, and the integration of reproductive health into national strategies and programs. They spell programs that way, and I don't like it. Achieve universal health coverage, including financial risk protection, access to quality essential health care services, and access to safe, effective, quality, and affordable essential medicines and vaccines for all. Hurrah! We're there. Yeah. <laughs> and, like... It's fucking great because essential. We've we've all heard that word fucking eighty thousand times. Cuomo being like flippant about it, saying, "Eh, just get an essential job if you're a fired bitch. You were worthless before." Um, and then yeah, like he turned out to be a good guy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He he won a Grammy. <laughs> just one moment. Consuming some caffeine because uh, halfway through this, um. So then you get to this thing here, substantially reduce the number of deaths and illnesses from hazardous chemicals and air, water, and soil pollution and contamination. There's that carbon control. Strengthen the implementation of the World Health Organization Framework Convention on Tobacco Control in all countries as appropriate. Support the research and development of vaccines and medicines for the communicable and non-communicable diseases that primarily affect development developing countries 
provide access to the affordable essential medicines and vaccines in accordance with the Doha Declaration on the TRIPS Agreement in Public Health, which affirms the right of developing countries to use the full provisions in the agreement of, on trade-related aspects of IP regarding flexibilities to protect public health and in particular provide access to medicines for all. Now, that one, you know, it, it like sounds even good to me, but I know that they're probably bullshitting because it's not happening. Like none of these really lofty goals are happening. Like you want to make these things, medicines affordable to all. Why don't you stop like, Biden broke this promise that Bernie wanted of making insulin genericable. That way people could have insulin at generic prices and they wouldn't fucking die. Uh, Democrats should love that goal. Biden, if he is an authentic, like non-fascist, should love that goal. But IP took over and even insulin is being still controlled by fucking patent holders and shit. Yeah, I remember that, like, when before COVID, you know, Trump and people, you know, Trump was president, and they were blaming Trump for killing people with, uh, you know, insulin prices or something. Um, yeah, but I, they never did anything about that, did they? No. Had, like, a whole year. you think that'd be easy. you think that would have been his first day, like, executive order spree. And the best part is, a lot of these pro- promises that he made could have been executive orders, including $2,000 checks, by the way. But... <clears throat> Biden didn't want to keep his promises. His promises were just to make people okay with him taking power. It I about- literally got a letter in the mail that said it was from the White House, and it was just a letter about Joe Biden telling us how he fulfilled his promises by sending us the additional 600 or whatever. He was counting money that like they got you know, throughout the whole pandemic as like stuff he'd sent, and he says, thereby fulfilling my promise to the American people. And I was like, so you had to even just take the time and money to send me a fucking letter to brag about the fact for a second i thought they were going to give me another check and i was like cool and i was like no they're just bragging to me about it fucking dicks and, and the best part of that is that like <laughs> so before he sent any of these checks one of the first things you really did in office was bomb syria i'm sure that we needed dead syrians more than we needed live americans that's good biden's great yeah <laughs> uh, i think we're on 3c yeah Substantially increase health financing and the recruitment, development, training, and retention of the health workforce in developing countries, especially in least developed countries and small island developing states. Strengthen the capacity of all countries, in particular developing countries, for early warning risk reduction and management of national and global health risks. So, basically, make everybody better at reporting this sort of pandemic that we totally didn't make you know we just cited the who but ignore the fact that you know the u.s funded the lab in wuhan that was responsible for all this uh yeah we need better health care money give us money give us all your property we'll we'll take care of it promise um so then we're up to goal four ensure inclusive an equitable quality education and promote lifelong learning opportunities for all ensure that ensure that all girls and boys complete free equitable and quality primary and secondary education leading to relevant and effective learning outcomes hey boys get state education at least yeah 
have access to quality early childhood <laughs> development care and pre-primary education so that they are ready for primary education. Ensure equal access for all women and men to affordable and quality technical vocation, vocational and tertiary education, including university. Substantially increase the number of youth and adults who have relevant skills, including technical and vocational skills for employment, decent jobs, and entrepreneurship. Um, so just to be very clear with those first um, four, that's basically saying, yeah, you know, once women are given all this money, uh, we'll just take care of your kids from cradle to uh, the, the, the college system. And we'll make sure that, uh, th that they're taught on a program we approve of. Yeah, you know, some amorphous quality descriptor. They just call it quality. What the fuck does quality mean? You cunt. <laughs> Whatever they decide it means. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all that shit. Then we're up to 4.5. Gender disparities in education and ensure equal access to all levels of education and vocational training for the vulnerable, including persons with di disabilities Indigenous peoples and children in vulnerable situations. Yes, I'm very sure you needed a list. Fucking indigenous people right next to people with disabilities. That's not at all. They anyway. need the most training. Just, <laughs> just, just like the Christian missionaries. They like to go hit up the indigenous peoples, you know? Yeah, we got to civilize them, folks. That's right. Um, by, so ensure that all learners acquire the knowledge and skills needed to promote sustainable development including, and here's where we get fun, among others, through education for sustainable development and sustainable lifestyles, human rights, gender equality, promotion of a culture of peace and nonviolence, global citizenship and appreciation of cultural diversities and of culture's contribution to sustainable development. So we can ignore the long uh, history of non-sustainable development. The only history that matters is now, We'll, we'll make our own new modern history and our postmodern, maybe even post-postmodern history. We'll just say that, yeah, the cultures that uh, were good for sustainable development, according to our narrow and simultaneously not listed uh, definition of sustainable development, those cultures are great, but all the other cultures that existed before that, those were barbaric. Please don't return to those. <laughs> I love how the how these people are the ones pointing out they want peace and nonviolence when like democide <laughs> by like these nations are like some of like the you know <laughs> um, most suffering that uh, yeah. people experience. But you know, look at uh, look at that word global citizenship. It's like yeah, um, you know, promotion of culture of peace, nonviolence, global citizenship, and. Appreciation of cultural diversity and cultural cultures, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, contribution to sustainable development. Well, only sustainable development, though. Right. And like definitely nonviolence because we wouldn't want people rising up against us. I mean, I know you two are less on the 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 igloo train than I am, but you know, I I, I gotta say that when I see that that word, it kind of uh, bring something up in my in my in my cockles or maybe the subcockle region. <laughs> um, 
like the the whole idea of being told by a centralized group of people that have historically been mem- member states of like fundamentally evil and violent people that I'm supposed to be nonviolent. That means don't resist us. That means be nonviolent to us. Stay in your fucking lane, prole. That's what that means. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick second to shout out Agorist Acre Seeds. Agoristacres.com stocks a variety of seeds for your garden or homestead. They also have really cool packaging instead of those silly paper envelopes. Buy seeds with crypto, support the counter economy, and become self-sustaining today. Agoristacres offers fast shipping so you can get started right away. Make sure you use code NEXUS10 at the checkout for 10% off of your orders. Also, they will donate a portion of the sale to Agorist Nexus, helping to bring you all the great content you expect. All right, let's get on with it. Yeah, um, I don't think that they're going to be nonviolent towards anyone else. But uh, yeah, but yeah, nonviolent, non nonviolent to us. But but we'll be eat your uh, soy, be nonviolent. <laughs> eat well, your okay. uh, your pro your your insect protein paste. The the insect protein paste I will object to because people should eat more complex proteins. But uh, I won't object to soy, and I will object to the characterization. One thing I have to bring up is phytoestrogens are not human estrogens, and the estrogens that encourage plant cycles are not the same estrogens that humans eat. So I will say that the soy meme, while amusing, um, is not actually scientifically accurate. But um, other than that... Yeah, yeah, yeah but in this business, or the man... The- spear in which i was making it but it is also hugely gmo so you know we can uh we'll say yeah. that's what i meant so <laughs> yeah well and and like, like i was Mon- just doing the meme though <laughs> Mon- monsanto and and what it's turned into because it's no longer monsanto uh it's like all these or something too yeah all these corporations that they'll all fuck you over because they don't they don't care that you know their food might be giving you cancer or whatever they don't care that like agent orange is in the pesticides that they use None of that matters. Oh, and uh, what was it? Glyphosate, where the guy, he had a jar of it. And he's like, I could drink this right here. The documentarian's like, hey, can you do that then? He's like, no, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, not me now. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> it's like orange bullshit in a jar. Yeah, I'm going to drink that shit. Perfect. Uh, fill me up, Bruce. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, build and upgrade education facilities that are child- disability and gender sensitive and provide a safe non-violent inclusive and effective learning environments uh for all maybe (laughs) i mean the current way things are going it's okay to bully anyone as long as i said that in my article that i made uh, uh got released today like it's okay to bully whoever you want as long as the government has added them to the pre approved list of bullying targets oh yeah so like it's not that it's that it's nonviolent to us. As long as you're violent to those people, it's sort of like how there's there, there are literally communities like out there of people who talk about politics and shit and that, that have rules against t- talking about me at all. Uh, I get to be pariah, um, but they, they'll totally talk negatively about me. That's acceptable. Um, you know, claim that it's like, any any group that's willing to affiliate with me is compromised or whatever it's that kind of noise it's 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 the same like high school like elementary school bullying shit 
but like on a national stage or in these sub communities that think they're so different um, because they'll, they'll create these groups of people that it's just okay to hate and not okay to like, and they'll claim that that's somehow better or morally enlightened or something. And it, it's really just a bunch of people who are full of shit, not wanting to take criticism uh, and wanting to use violence to enforce their views. Um, you know, it's never really good for, for the for the small person. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I've heard people claim that like, oh, well, it's OK, because when the Overton window moves, like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, OK, so by that logic, you would have been beating the shit out of abolitionists. You know, yep. <laughs> you know? Like, like, come on, <laughs> dude, you can't make that argument. Yeah. Um, by 2020, uh, I like how a lot of these are 2020, like, whoops, sustainably expand globally the number of scholarships available to developing countries, in particular, at least developed countries, small island developing states and African countries for enrollment in higher education, including vocational training, information and communications, technology, technical engineering and scientific programs in developed countries and other developing countries. So basically, we're going to teach them to run the machines. Um, substantially increase the supply of, and by the way, isn't that great too? Because now that everything is automating over here, uh, the places that they can still sell cheap labor to, those places suddenly need to get learned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got to do that cheap labor. I wonder why they would want these people to suddenly be educated. Maybe because it would let them do the things that they can't uh, get American citizens to. Did you know that most chocolate is from slave labor? Like, it's one of the reasons I try to not consume any chocolate. You mean like the, the actual, like the, the cacao, like where they get the cacao? Or do you mean the, like the chocolate manufacturing? I assume you mean like in the, in the I don't want to say jungles. That's probably not accurate. The rainforest or whatever where the cacao grows. Yeah, um, they, they, literally, they literally have like child laborers under slave conditions where like, uh, their families will depend on on like a tiny, 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 tiny amount of money. And these children with like ripped shirts and shit will be like uh, hatcheting open these uh, cacao pods and pulling out the cacao so that they can use it. Um, and, and like, <laughs> that's how you get your Nestle. If you want to, okay, I want everybody here to go subscribe to Jake Tran. Jake Tran is fucking awesome. And he does great documentary work. And one of the re recent documentaries he did was on the Nestle sort of crime bullshit. He did two on on uh, the general subject. One of them was on Nestle specifically and how actually god awful they are. And then another one was just on chocolate specifically, which Nestle mostly profits from this particular type of uh, child labor for chocolate. And they're like whole on whole ass mafias dedicated to protecting the chocolate industry. Um, and it's just one industry, but that's how the U.S. gets a significant amount of their base goods is they'll just go somewhere unethical to get it. And then like those people. So, I mean, it might be marginally better than working in the cacao or the rice fields or something like that uh, for, for those people to be working in like, you know, data entry or uh, fabrication, manufacturing, that kind of thing, working in an iPhone factory, maybe it might be better for them to do that, but you know, it's still not very good. And that's why you're not paying them much because you want them to stay in that cult. Like, did you know that it's malnutrition and like not providing many resources is a feature of cults that you keep people malnutrition and they're too 
like delirious to understand too, that what's happening to them to is wrong. <laughs> yeah. And so they just kind of, uh, uh, and they keep on going. That's what these people are doing. Like it's, it's a massive global cult of state capitalism and neoliberalism. It's fucking awful. It gives you a carrot you can use too. You know, hey, I got this bowl of porridge for you. <laughs> Please, uh, may I have some? Get the fuck back to work, slut. Um, so by 2030, substantially increase the supply of qualified teachers, including through international cooperation for teacher training in developed countries, especially least developed countries and small island developing states. I cannot get it out of my brain that that also stands for SIDS. Uh, but anyway, uh, sudden infant death syndrome, small island developing states, you know, one of the two. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, let's let's educate these people so that they can run the machines. <laughs> That's what that all of that is. That's literally that what that is. And, you know, you want to know something fucking else? Our education, There's... like our indoctrination yes. needs to be put into play here. Yeah. And, and you want to know something fucking else? The, uh, when I wrote my article on ID 2020, like the, the original, like uh, big ass conspiracy piece I wrote for Agris Nexus, like over a year ago, like nearly two years ago, I was right about fucking everything, by the way. But like, just to be specific, um, the thing that I was talking about in this regard was the fact that ID 2020 was being pushed as a way to basically democratize the globe that we're going to get all these poor innocent developing nations on their own id system and that was coincidentally along the same time and from the same people that were also building the us's digital id system and uh their their blockchain based digital ids alongside their blockchain based central bank digital currency i wonder if they're using these poor and developing countries as a way to muscle through their goals on all the other countries hmm Huh, no, they would never do that. I'm evil. Don't listen to me. Um, <laughs> so goal six, since we already went over goal five, ensure availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all. Uh, that would be achieve universal and equitable access to safe and affordable drinking water for all, achieve access to adequate and equitable sanitation and hygiene for all, and end open defecation, paying special attention to the needs of women and girls in those in vulnerable situations. So uh, basically we need to civilize India <laughs> somehow, because they're the, like, if you think about like these things a lot, uh, like international issues, the first country that comes to mind is India with open defecation. So they're basically going to go in and say, you can't do that anymore. Uh, you have to use these sewer systems and, Put all your waste in pools like we do in america that's not damaging any aquifers or anything um go ahead no i uh that was just poignant <laughs> i feel you oh and it's also it's big big public public's work projects you know that they get to uh you know implement if nothing else installing said sewers and and all this that and the other so again um uh confessions of an economic hitman kind of thing you know hey yeah. we're gonna come in and do all this great shit and you'll just be in debt to us forever for it yeah fucking exactly uh improve water quality and also ooh, it's all fucking great here because they're talking about water quality reducing pollution du eliminating dumping um and, and that's like a lot of what the rest of this is actually right uh so they're claiming this but they're 
they're not stopping the petrodollar. They're not stopping international uh, uh, fucking like cabals of plastic. They're not stopping the the petroleum industry from choking out hemp, which would be much more sustainable plastic source. Um, they're not doing any of that shit. And why? Because if you started to admit that the governments at the seats at your table were responsible for the fucking microplastics and pollution in your waters, and that you could just change that by being less of a fuck cunt, then maybe you wouldn't have as much power because people would stop listening to you over that. I wonder why they would not include that information. Reduce, hey, how about goal six uh, instead of we jump into six A and B? How about we get goal 6.6 where you stop subsidizing big oil companies and like end the war on drugs in every nation so that we can have equitable access to hemp? Oh, no, shit, bad economics, because once you get hemp, you start to get a lot of these poor countries more able to plant for themselves, more able to talk for themselves, more independent. You get the common person to be more independent. Oh, but, and, and, and you reduce plastic waste because hemp is biodegradable. But, oh, you can't do that. No, because we still have to have uh, marijuana and all affiliated plants be considered Schedule 1 narcotics by the U.S. fucking government who runs this hegemony. That, that can't stop. That has to keep going. We want you to have clean water, though, totally. We're just not going to stop the plastics that are unrecyclable and will end up in your rivers and will end up in your oceans and will end up in big ass fucking garbage patches, which we'll have to collect and then, you know, put somewhere. We're not going to say where. <laughs> the ocean, but uh, <laughs> that's what it's there for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing, too, is like, oh, yeah, we, we want to control the, the water resources and give you clean water. But then we uh, then we put drugs in them. You know, it's um, it's a uh, <laughs> good point. <laughs> Fluoride it up for you. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll make sure you're happy. Don't don't worry about that. And uh, happy and stupid. We got you. Is, so, OK, on that particular score, anybody who has not looked into the and I'm not exaggerating here the year zero universe nine inch nails is year zero universe i'm not making that up because basically it was one of the first augmented reality games um you can go on the internet and check out a bunch of these sites for this shit but basically the bureau of morality in this alternate universe uh is is responding to climate change by uh like saying that everybody needs to drink this water and this water has a drug in it that basically not only makes people sedated, but it eventually makes them see hallucinations. And it's a shared hallucination of a hand descending from the sky. So there's suddenly a bunch of people with this shared delusion. And so they just, whenever they start to see the hand, they drink more water so that they're calm about it. Um, so it's, it's like a metaphor for like the hand that controls us all, uh, the government, the state uh, being like fascists and enabling big pharma to control us all through uh through through the introduction of drugs into the water supply that would never happen in real life though of course i'm being i'm completely just talking about nine inch nails uh i would never make such claims about the u.s government that would be bad <laughs> i would be a conspiracy theorist um so 
you know, if you guys want to, you can just check out Nine Inch Nails is Year Zero. Uh, it's not just for fun. You know, there's no real world implications there at all. Um, anyway, <laughs> fucking anytime I get a chance to promote some industrial music, I'll do that. Um, the basically the entirety of goal six is about water um, and preventing pollution and shit. And then which it means to- which means that, that they want greater control so that they can reduce your access to it. So, so, so you can yeah. stop polluting in, in their water and uh, yeah, we, we can move on to, to goal seven. Well, sure. I do want to get to six A and B though, because that's that's the real proje- projection there. Okay, yeah, expand, sure, sure. Expand international cooperation, again, more money, and capacity building to support developing countries in water and sanitation related activities and programs, including water harvesting, desalination, water efficacy, wastewater treatment, recycling, and reuse technologies. Uh, reuse technologies support and strengthen the participation of local communities in, in improving water and sanitation management. But you know where they won't do that? California is in drought constantly. They could just pipe some desalinated water up inland from the ocean. And they could pipe this desalinated water up inland from the ocean. And in doing so, they could, (laughs) you know, prevent the drought from hitting uh, California as hard by sinking more of this natural desalinated water into the aquifer and pumping more of it into the atmosphere through like evaporation and shit. Will they do that? That no, no, they can pipe oil anywhere they want, uh, but they can't pipe water jack shit places. Right. That makes sense. That's reasonable. Right. <laughs> yeah. Water will get be very valuable. You know, it's like one thing that's like a worse than a than government control on the food. <laughs> is the yeah. Fucking water. Well, and, and okay, Florida. Okay, I'll, let me let me go on Florida for a second. Um, there's big ass fucking toxic waste pits in goddamn Florida, and nobody talks about it. And it pisses. Yeah, they're me in off. my county. Oh, you're talking yes. about Mosaic? Yeah, that yeah, and a man, bunch dude. of other bullshit. Yeah, they dude. Can, we they can talk about Mosaic. <laughs> they could desalinate some water and pump it on top of that so that it at least diluted the effect it has on the aquifer and surrounding environments. Do they fucking do that? No, because fuck Florida. Yeah, they have a they have a permit from the state to pump millions of gallons a day to dilute their poison so then it's low enough levels to where they can <laughs> dump it in the Peace River. And yeah. I'm like, at that point, I'm like, just dump it in the fucking Peace River. Don't just fuck, don't like <laughs> pump 60 million gallons a day out of the aquifer. You know, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking absurd, well, dude. It and, really and don't, is. Just don't take it from the aquifer. It's fucking Florida. It's shaped yeah. like a dick. You could take it from either side of the dick and you could just pump it inland. It's not yeah, hard. We prefer the sunshine state as opposed to America's <laughs> wang. Just saying, you know. Well, you know, just dentist is there so i have to be at least a little bit rude about it um yeah <laughs> you hear you heard about desantis's wildly inflated police budgets and his endorsement of police brutality right yeah he's he's definitely a bit of a bootlicker i think he's offering like five grand as like a bonus for cops to come here from other states particularly unvaccinated or something if they get fired from wherever they're at so it's like good we're gonna get a bunch of shitty new york cops down here that'll yeah, end and, well and also of course you're gonna get uh, a bunch of cops who are okay with mass police brutality and crushing protests everywhere because now if you don't accept that bullshit uh and you let people like 
you know, run wild a little in, in whatever town you're in. If you don't do everything you can to stop these protests, um, your county will lose police funding. Uh, so that's what DeSantis is. He's a massive fascist and a huge police state brutalist, but people still get to claim that Florida is freer in some I don't want to live in a place where I have to have a fishing rod in order to carry a gun. Uh, that sounds bad to me. You have to have a fishing rod in order to carry a gun? Yeah, you should look at the open carry laws, yo. They're bad. Florida sucks oh, ass. Oh, for open carry? I was like, yeah, I didn't even know we had any option for open carry. Um, yeah, you have to be going to go fish. Oh. You have to be going to go fish or going fishing. And so I've, I've watched these videos. I forget who he is right now. Fuck. But he's funny as hell because he'll go with his gun and his fishing and he'll just say, I'm going to go fishing. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Great. But it's also suck ass because, you know, tyranny. Yeah. Yeah. We have, I mean, obviously not open care. We do have a lot of armed people, though. I think it's why I don't see as many public fights as I did when I was a kid. I would, yeah. I, I would carry a fishing net everywhere I went. Like, OK. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's all good, bro. I got my rod. <laughs> Yeah, but that's I'm like, going fishing. I mean, that's why I've got this net, you know. Admittedly, Florida's like coasts are relatively unpolluted in some areas, so you can like fish relatively reliably there. Oh, oh um, yeah, catch and, some um, good stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not, I definitely, one of the things I hate most about the state is their environmental protection shit because I'm an environmentalist, but I do have to say a lot of Florida does a pretty good job, uh, especially in their oceans. Um, not everywhere. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of issues with the Everglades and <clears throat> sugar companies and whatnot, but, um, but they do a pretty reasonable job in a lot of places. It's uh, it's it's still quite beautiful, and I eat fish out of the oceans, rivers, and lakes. Uh, it definitely depends on the river or lake, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, but that's part of the problem with six here, because like six point five is implement integrated water resource management at all levels, including through transboundary cooperation as appropriate. So they're, they're yeah, basically so saying we're going to control if, all water. Yeah, if Florida does a good job, let's say they do well doesn't matter they're going to come in and probably do a worse job with whatever the fuck they're going to do so, yeah yeah so okay cool let's uh, let's go ahead and scooch on to seven yeah seven is relatively short ensure access to affordable reliable sustainable and modern energy for all uh i'm not going to read the first one because it's repeating increase sustainability of the sh- is su- sorry su- substantially the share of renewable energy in the global energy mix um double the global rate of improvement in energy efficiency, enhance international cooperation to facilitate access to clean energy research and technology, including renewable energy, uh, energy efficiency, and advanced and cleaner fossil fuel technology, and promote investment in energy infrastructure and clean energy technology. Notice! Ha-ha! Let's continue to ignore the fact that the fossil fuel industry is the single greatest uh, plastic pollution contributor and the single greatest reason that water sucks in so many places but uh, just get cleaner fossil fuels that'll be fine and so something else i noticed on on all this is they talk about renewables all the time and they talk about cleaner fossil fuels and i don't know where you fall on this but like i personally think that you know things like nuclear and thorium and stuff like that are like really like promising and like awesome but they always leave that shit out and it's like illegal to make new nuclear plants and shit well, right. And also, of course, there's fucking like sol- solar and wind can uh, entirely uproot banking industries, because if you just start up a solar and wind farm, you can mine cryptocurrencies on those things. Hey, consider mining some pre-search on them. 
but the general vibe of it is that um, you can like use uh, these like more sustainable energies to uproot industries like the fossil fuel industries and to uproot traditional banking structures uh, and to uproot yourself from their grid. They don't like that. <laughs> so they're not going to put that in here. They're not going to say which sustainable energies. They're not going to say how, how or what. They're just going to say we're, cooperation. They're going to throw buzzwords out there. <laughs> so then you end up with like expand infrastructure and upgrade technology for supplying modern and sustainable energy services for all in developing countries, in particular, least developed countries, small island developing states and landlocked developing countries in accordance with their respective programs of support. You know what they did in multiple of these uh, developing countries when basically white people started to come in and say, we'll give you free energy. They realized that what this was doing was dis disrupting their local economy and letting it be foreignly controlled. And so they were caught on video like smashing solar panels. They don't want you there, UN. So are you going to force them to? Of course you are. Of course you are. That's what the UN does. They are uninvolved in peace. Um, and, and so like that's the ultimate thing you have to deal with here. You have to deal with a centrally managed group of centralists deciding that this is how these poor people are going to live from now on. That's how it's going to be. Not that's how it ethically can be. Not that that's reasonable or that people will consent to it. Fuck their consent. We don't need their consent. We've got money. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, that wasn't a good statement. It almost sounds like it. <laughs> Fuck your consent. I got money, bitch. Yeah. Well, and, and <laughs> fucking like like immortal technique says you know i'm a gangster you're gonna take my money like it or not that's like the perfect song the one percent is one of the songs i can put on loop when i need to be angry about something that's one an offer you cannot refuse and with that um we're getting a little like long in the tooth here so uh, i think what we decided on uh was doing the episode as two episodes uh, and there, there's going to be another episode coming for y'all because there's a lot to discuss here and we should discuss it all. Um, so we're going to split this episode into two episodes and then the next episode will release uh, later on. So well, yeah, uh, we're, we're going to we're going to get this first episode out November 5th, hopefully, and then the second episode out November 6th for you. And um yeah, we so we ended off on goal seven. Is that seven, right? Seven is what we finished. In. We're about an hour and fifteen minutes in. Uh, maybe it was more like an hour and eighteen minutes when we started talking. Cool. Uh, so that's, that's just a ballpark. I forgot to set a. So timer. we'll we'll start on goal eight for episode two. Um, did you guys have a quote you wanted to wrap this thing up on? I'll throw one out there. Robert Heinlein, uh, the Notebooks of Lazarus Long. He said, uh, "Certainly the game is rigged. Don't let that stop you. If you don't bet, you can't win." Or next is out. Peace.